start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go. It's perfect. Uh, when they lose their front doors, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. Episode 106, coming out a smidge late. So sorry, Ben, you messaged us right away in the morning. I, saw I was it. at work, got it, and I was like, oh, yep. should have warned him. Yeah, I was laying in bed, and I honestly, I was anticipating. I was like, someone's going to say something this morning, because usually if we're late, it's only happened like two other times. This is the second, I believe. Is it the, only the second only time? Only the second time, yeah. Okay. So, but you're still getting one a week. Yeah. And this one's coming to you pretty much live. Yeah, basically. As soon as we're done here, it's going out. So if, if you are on the gram or Facebook and see, hey, White Cat just dropped their podcast. Yeah, we just recorded it like 10 minutes before. We're probably yeah. still finishing up the last of our beer. Yeah, probably. So so yeah, uh, we've, we've done it. Uh, two full years of podcasting today. That is wild. Yeah, definitely. So So what's on the docket for today? It's deer camp series. We're, we're are we calling it over because I, I mean we still got. I say we're gonna do what we do. La- we did last year. It's we're gonna consider deer camp series over. It's wrapped. Um, I, I feel it's like the heart of deer season's done. We still got a little bit of deer hunting left, but that's not the. Yeah, it, it's the meat and potatoes. I was just about to say the meat and potatoes. We're 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 letting the fire die down on the stove, if yeah, if you will. Yeah. Um, so if, if you guys might do go, shoot something in muzzleloader late archery, please let us know. We'll get you on here to talk about it. We'll throw up the Deer Camp series again. Like it's our podcast. Year. We can do whatever the hell we want. We yeah, can. we run this show. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll get some DMAT tags. We'll do Deer Camp in July. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. But yeah, we'll do it. Be like Christmas in July, but Deer Camp in July. I think we should do that one it, year. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think you hear to hear. You heard it here first. If somebody tries to steal that, you know, White Cat said it first. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we were going to maybe, you know, reminisce on the, the second year of podcasting. It's crazy to think we're entering three years. I know. This is year number three. And you guys are still listening. In. Yeah. So uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate you guys. And it was well, the reason why we're late is because, you know, the holiday season crazy. It makes it tough. It's really tough. So we hope you guys all well, had. And the family uh, holiday celebration is hosted in our studio. Yes, it is. Right or, where we're sitting. Or, yeah, we use the studio at Frank's house. So, <laughs> but either way. We yeah. have to share the, the space. New York holiday hunt. That, yeah, yeah. That we were you know out of town doing lots some of deer family hunting. time. So it yeah. just made it tough to record. But we're still coming coming at you with an Sunday. episode. So we hope you guys all had a very safe and merry Christmas and a great New Year, and enjoy yeah. this episode. Yeah, so for sure. We're, we said we wanted to start with Tom because trapping season. We yes. had a little bit of fisher action going on. Tommy caught himself a fisher. You probably saw it on the gram already. But we're going to talk about it. First one. Yeah, There's Tom, why don't you run us through now if for the the ones that don't know, fisher season's pretty pretty short season. It's pretty limited. Uh I one it f- was December eighteenth until January second. Yeah, so I one, believe so don't don't 
quote me on that. It's a fictional podcast. It's all right. <laughs> but uh, I, I believe that's when the season was. Um, I do know, I think today was the last day. Uh, you're only allowed one per year, so. How's that work? If the season starts in 2021 and ends in 2022, one per year. <laughs> one per, per license season. Year. Oh, all right. Yeah, because the license year is actually in Pennsylvania, what, June you- 30th? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. July first starts the new license year. They go off the yeah. Chinese New Year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so <laughs> that that, that uh, comedic pause was perfect. I don't. I don't. I, I'm going to credit this catch mostly to luck. Uh, this is my second year targeting these critters. Uh, first year catching one. Um, I don't know a heck of a lot about them, but I did take what knowledge, what little knowledge I do have and put them, you know, to my sets. So I, I wouldn't say it was all luck. I think there was and a little with, skill behind it. And with cameras, we knew that there were fisher in the area too. Yeah, which that's that's key. You got to have fishers in the area. Mm-hmm. You want to play on catching. That's the, step the, one. The toughest thing about <laughs> catching fishers is not catching raccoons while you're or doing possums, it. Or yeah. possums or skunks or any other... <laughs> And those gotta, guys are a what, lot more abundant Knock on than wood, fishers. that is one thing. Tom and I have never caught an untargeted skunk. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah you, you're going to want to knock twice on that one. I mean, Tom and I have been, <laughs> we've been trapping for, I bet you, 10 years. Tom does it way more than I do. I kind of just, Tom does all the work, and then I, if I'm not busy, I tag along with checking them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, um, I've caught just about anything you could think of. I've, snapping turtles, ducks. Snapping turtle, yeah, that was wild. And yeah. a conibear. A goose, <laughs> groundhogs. I've caught crows. Ducks. Crows. I did say a duck. Oh, Woodchucks. Um, yeah. Anything. House cat. Yeah. Caught the neighbor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> they they were, weren't thrilled. It was just a box trap. Get over it. Yeah. yeah. Let him out. He was fine. There's food in there and everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was perfectly perfectly good I opened the front door and he actually didn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to stay right in there. But I thought I you said checkout was 10. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so fisher trapping. I, me and my dad went out last year. No luck. Uh, so I figured try it again this year. And from what I understand, a fisher, a male, has a home range of like 30 square miles. And a female has a home range of like 10 square miles. So they are on the move. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have... A, two-week window to catch one of these guys in Pennsylvania, and you got to hope that two-week window is when that fisher comes through your area. Because I want to say, like, a healthy raccoon population is, like, 25 to 30 raccoons per square mile, and a average fisher population is, like, one fisher per square mile. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, but so even if, like... It makes me laugh like a lot of times people will be having fishers on their camera and they'll be like, oh, I have this one fisher on my camera. It's showing up regularly. It's not I'm like, it's one. not one fisher. If you have them three times a week, I was like, it's, it's not Because you the have same. good habitat. Yeah. I think that's the more important thing. Like the, the, the trail camera shows you, yeah, you have a fisher there, but what you really could be taking from that is the habitat near that camera is desirable for fishers. Yeah, so this, there's say eight fishers in this 10 square miles, they all want to be in your area at some point during that. So you'll see multiple ones 
every week and you think you know oh, the fishers there's a big great. fisher that keeps coming back at, yeah it's probably yeah. multiple mm-hmm. you just happen to be in a good spot for fisher yeah exactly so um like my dad he saw a fisher in archery season nick you saw one too right yeah um and actually we, where i saw it isn't very far from where you caught it no and we we got some on trail camera so i knew okay there's fish they're frequenting the area working this area it might be worth putting some sets out and as i mentioned before you know fishers have a huge home range they're not a very dense critter um so you kind of need something that's going to pull them in from a long ways so i talked to our local trapping guy you're about to give this secret away no no <laughs> heavens no talk to our lo- local trapping guy and he said this is what you need this is what's going to catch the fishers and he gave me this stuff it's in a, a little jar it's hot pink it's called hellfire and i'll tell you that and it you know it's good trapping bait when they have electrical tape around the seal <laughs> that's how you know it's quality stuff because you t- pull that even electric- closed it's gonna stink yeah you, you get pull that electrical, that electrical tape. tape off and cap still on it and this stuff will knock you off your feet it's <laughs> bad and it's called a long distance collar and that's supposed to call them in from obviously a long distance one eight hundred they call it that yeah um, to- only issue is it's going to call in those fishers and it's also going to call in those possums and raccoons that are not not far, far away, away. <laughs> so uh you have to weed through a lot of non-target animals to get to the fish and that's what i've found out this year mm-hmm. um so before i get too far into it uh, me and my dad set out uh five sets um and fishers from what little i do know they like big mature trees um, I did read if there's not big mature sh- trees, they like thick cover. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like most animals; they like waterways. Waterways, well, yeah. The waterways is, plays into a lot, or like heavily into your sets. Yeah. Um, the one set I actually caught my fish on was right on a creek bank. Um, but anyway, um, basically, we were just looking for. We have a lot of big beech trees. Um, that a lot of hollowed out they're dead standing which would make great dens um we do have a swamp big creek running through it so basically we kind of focused our efforts on the creek through the swamp and then through the tops with the big beech trees and like i said five sets um good meat based bait on them i'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you what i used because that top secret um, but the one set in particular um, had my long distance collar and rate a long crick, uh, big beech tree falling down, all hollowed out, three big standing beech trees in the area. So, I, you know, this seems like a good spot. Um, Not only is it good for like denning for like fishers and stuff, but like other animals denning them. Yeah. And fishers like to hunt. You know, they're big-time hunters. They kill anything they can get their hands on. So if there's a bunch of baby raccoons in a well, hollowed-out beech tree, then <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was uh, <clears throat> the old uh, My Favorite Product release of the year. We'll talk about that in a minute. But back to what I was saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, they like to hunt all those little animals. So if you can find those hollowed-out beech trees like you said you have, it's not just good for them to go hang out and there's a lot of other stuff in there that they can hunt so yeah so 
I, I thought it was a good spot. Turned out it was a good spot. Um, I thought you were going to say, turned out real shit spot. <laughs> uh, and me and my dad, you know, we get all of our traps set and we had this real awkward pattern go not awkward unique pattern um day one we had a catch i believe it was a possum day two um nothing day three raccoon day four nothing day five possum so it was every other day we were catching something we never went two days catching something we never went two days without catching something so me and my dad were going out every day, checking traps, catching something every other day. Mix of coon and possum. Still no luck with the fishers. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's 30 raccoons, probably 20, 30 possums in that square mile. and The odds are against you. Maybe one <laughs> fisher. So it's you got to weed through all the non-target animals. and Every day you don't catch one, you're one day closer to catching one. That's, that's a good way to look at it. So, the one day I was successful, I, I do feel a little bit bad. Um, my dad was stuck at the office, and it was you know he was he was busy doing year end closing type stuff you know because we're obviously at the end of the year, um, and I'm not pursuing new customers or following up with potential customers during that week from Christmas to New Year because everyone's in party mode, they're not yeah. really working that hard. They're not cranking so, out podcasts or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm kind of sitting at my desk, twiddling my thumbs, and my dad comes in, my Uncle Ken, they're like, you busy? I'm like, no, not really. And Figured I, you're going to get put to work. <laughs> no, <laughs> get the hell out of here. I'm like, all right, sweet. So I look at my dad, and I'm like, you want me to go check traps he's like yeah i might as well just so you know, we're not doing it at dark when i leave here at five mm-hmm. and i was like he's like you know this is probably going to be the day you catch one the day that i don't go <laughs> check traps with you. i'm like yeah you're probably right so i get home and my younger brother you you know luke he was at home and i'm like hey you want to go check traps with me he's like yeah but i gotta run out to erie first do some bumming around i'm like all right whatever so we go out to erie do all this beat bopping and uh, finally, it's like four o'clock, get out to the farm, check the first trap, nothing. And we're walking to the second trap. He's like, what are the odds we catch something? And I'm like, well, me and dad have been checking every day and we've had an every other day pattern. We didn't catch anything yesterday. So, so it was an on day. Yeah. I said, we're catching something today. And it was the second trap. I walk up to it and the way I go to this trap i come up from like behind the cubby and i peek in the cubby see all my bait still there i don't see anything i'm like ah nothing i'm telling luke i'm like you know this is the one i was most excited about we got this big hollowed out fallen beech tree cricks running through all kinds of standing mature trees i was like this is this was that was the sweet spot yeah and i'm getting a little bit discouraged and i actually i walk around the front of the trap and i'm looking and i'm like Holy shit, there's Fisher in there. <laughs> and it, it got tangled up in this pile of sticks that was off to the side. I, I didn't even see it until I, you know, got two steps away from it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So I caught my first Fisher. It turned out to be 
a male. We weighed him in at just under 11 pounds, actually like 11 even. Yeah, right on 11. Um, he was just over 11 with the box he was sitting in, so right about 11 pounds. Yeah, Luke, uh, actually, he sent me a Snapchat. You've seen the video of the kid uh, taking a video of his dad's deer. He's like, this is my dad's best deer. He's got a drop tine. He's got big nuts. <laughs> yeah. and Luke sent me that word for word but rendition about, yeah about tom's fisher and i was cracking up so i texted tom i was like hey buddy i, I saw you got a fisher he's like i'm at the office i was like oh um well luke thought you just ruined it yeah I was, I was like well luke just sent me a snapchat saying that his brother just caught this fisher with big nuts and stuff and tom's like that's really funny but maybe it was one of his buddies or something i was like huh and then like an hour and a half later we quit talking. He sends me a picture of him holding a fish. He's like, oh, I guess I caught one, too. I was like, you're a freaking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Good, clean family fun. Yeah. But it was 26 inches. Um, nose, nose to butt. And then 41 with the tail. Pretty good. It was a good-sized fisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I caught him, you know, my second set. So I had – I was way at the north end of the property, the – camp or our trucks are on the south end so i had to carry it all the way across the property and you wouldn't think 11 pounds is very heavy <laughs> until um, you got to carry it all the way across yeah the property. through the tops and yeah just not a good time just wear it like a scarf yeah if i don't know if you ever smelled a fisher um about as nice as a coyote it's i don't is know is it pungent it's... well you know people always talk about how bad skunks smell but i think i'm not saying that they smell worse than a skunk, but it's like there's a lot of other like animals that smell just as bad as a skunk that don't get the reputation of smelling bad. Like mink, I think are skunk disgusting. is because they can spray you and then you smell like that for a long time. But yeah. like the the pungency of a skunk and you know a, a coyote especially those coyotes reek. They stink. Yeah. Um, but Snapping it, turtles reek. Yeah, yeah not, they smell like rotten. Like yeah, they just smell it's, dirty. <laughs> and like and then people eat them. Yeah, they do. Uh, Fisher's just musky. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're musky. You think you could use like their caster for cologne or anything? Get a good musk? Mm. No, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> no? Okay. Some women might be into it. Some. We'll add a little pine. I mean, beavers don't smell good, but they I just use... picture a little bit of Fisher and pine, maybe a little tobacco, a little chocolate. Like a lawyer cowboy trapper. Yeah. He's like White cigar. Cat's cologne coming 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's making it himself. Yeah. They're just going to use the oils from all my you should use some catches. of that long distance yeah. <laughs> 1-800 a, a little dab of that in there <laughs> that's actually not a bad name for a long distance caller yeah 1-800 toll free yeah if we ever get into our own trap making <laughs> so if you guys are <laughs> online and you see some long i don't know how many of you are buying this shit <laughs> but if you see some called 1-800 you know they stole that from us yeah fact that, that's good that is I good like stuff. that i'm full of good ideas i don't Rare, know rarely, full, but rarely execute them <laughs> the idea is there but uh speaking of ideas if you are you finished up with i think that sure? about wraps it up yeah eh? I was just say, i'm thinking about getting them mounted Nice. They're pretty cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's amazing, you know, something that small is more than a white tail. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, like three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. They start Not at six seven. Seven hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Ballpark. <laughs> Ballpark. So seven. I'm him high in that. 
Yeah, that's uh, it's a lot of jing. I mean, you've done whitetail. Why, why don't you just mount the fisher yourself? Probably because he already has a whitetail at the taxidermist. <laughs> yeah. That could... <laughs> then you got to throw a fisher on. T- Tom's going to have a couple thousand bucks here this year in taxidermy. Well, it's expensive to... to be a good hunter, huh, Tom? Yeah, I'm going to Ohio uh, this weekend. We're going to have to get a picture of Tom, like, in Dumb and Dumber when he's got all that stupid shit on. He's handing out the money. Be like, Tom, (laughs) this is like Tom after hunting season, just like. Handing the taxidermist money. Yeah, just here you go. Here (laughs) Here you go. go. (laughs) That's uh, that's the expense of being a stellar outdoorsman. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Two bucks. Hoping to put one more buck on the ground this weekend. I hope you do, too, because two years in a row I had two bucks in two states. So I hope. You get three bucks, three states this year. I tried to do it, but it just didn't happen. If you need me to point you in the right direction again, you let me know. I hope you get it done, Tom. I'm pulling for you. Thanks. Well, I'm actually going to where you two hunted, Ohio. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Him yeah. and him and Sharpie are going over there. Oh. Hey, we well, can do you a, you want to go? my waypoints? No. Uh, I, Keith keeps asking for him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Nick can't go, but if you want to go, I'm going. When uh, are you going? Next week? I, I'm not taking off of work. I'm going, uh, I'm leaving Friday night, hunting Saturday, Sunday, coming back Sunday. The season is like Thursday through Tuesday, so there, there's no possible way I can get there. It's it's a very short inline it's season. all the way around your... Oh, yeah. Like, I only can be there Wednesday and Thursday, and those are the... T- I guess I'll steal your days. inline and... Yeah. Because I don't have an inline, but... Yeah, you could take my inline. Yeah. I have, I have a flintlock, but... And don't feel like... I'm like excluding you and like just throwing these yeah, points at you sure. because me and Keith just made been them. planning it for months. No, yeah. I believe last it. night, <laughs> like over this past weekend up at camp. Hmm. So it's pretty much last night. Yeah, right, I see. Um, well, just know that Ohio licenses are expensive. So. I already have mine. We went turkey hunting. It was oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. You, Frank, you were, remember Frank didn't want to go turkey hunting with us or something? That's not yeah, something like what that. happened. Something no, like I don't. That. You, you weren't with There's us. There's a but, podcast about it. I'm sure. Yeah, you can Tom go and back I drove all, or Frank and I drove all the way to Ohio. Um, Knowing full well what the license. Yeah, for cost. a lady to, to like tried squashing our dreams by telling like. Ugh. We told her what we wanted, and she like typed it up, and it was like the dismay on her face. She was like. Oh no! Like you would have thought she just like when she, the way she like reacted, killed a kitten or something. Yeah, like I thought she was about to tell us you can't hunt. Like you can't. No, we yeah. are out of hunting licenses. Like you can't buy another one. Like, yeah, she was that's so. I upset. literally, I thought what she was about to tell us meant me and Frank just drove six hours for nothing. Yeah, and because we like, contemplated buying them as soon as we got into Ohio. Yeah, and we and, didn't go all the way. We were like halfway. It was probably three hours. Oh, either way. But still, it was long drive. And she was so upset, and she's like, do you realize that these are, like, $300? We're like, yeah. yeah. She's right. like, that's a lot of money. I'm like, well, yeah. But we know that, so give it to we're us. We're like, yeah, we were actually we looking at picking up a bow and some thought. camo while we're here. We weren't really sure if we were going to do this. All depends on that hunting license. <laughs> like, she knew we were from out of state, and it's not like we were right on the border. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, it was hilarious. Anyway. But I guess... That wraps that up. Hopefully, we'll hear from us. You know, we still got a few, about a week or two left of hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, I guess we can kind of recap, recap the last the year. year. Yeah. yeah, it was two bucks, two states. Damn, I'm sure that's all Tom is going to want to talk yeah. about. Two nice bucks. I was thinking more recapping like the podcast. 
but they, Tom, they were in the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. So Tom's like, "What episode did we talk about those books?" Episode one oh one. I think episode one hundred was. It was. It was you. Episode one hundred. Yeah, yeah. My big climber nine. It was. A shot out of Nick's stand. Yeah, that's great. That's Tom's favorite favorite moment of the year. Uh, I think we and he came in like. <laughs> I think we ought to talk about the. Arguably best product released. Yeah, talk about that real quick before we talk about our favorite. So was this released twenty twenty one? So this yeah. was like the highlight of the year. This yeah. was January one. So if you guys listen, which I know you do because you're hearing it right now, uh, you know that I enjoy trying out new gear. You know, so I enjoy. Nick's got ten of these things on order. <laughs> no, no. Uh, anyways. I actually was part of the field testing. I've been using it for about six months, so I've been keeping it quiet. Been going through the motions for about twenty years. Yeah, now. a lot of motion. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, you guys will laugh about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, I'm surfing the internet the other day, or actually Facebook, um, and I see a commercial for Drury Outdoors coming up, linked with Hunter Specialty. I'm like. Oh, cool. You know, like juries are, you know, obviously pretty legit. Yeah. They're legit, well-respected individuals. You know, they've kind of as far back as I can remember have been in the spotlight when it comes to commercialized hunting and hunting TV and whatnot. Um, so I'm curious, you know, I'm happy with my, um, calling devices, but figure I'll see what he's got from Hunter specialties. You know, I mean, whatever. And don't need it, but you'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out. And so he starts showing this product. And at first he didn't give the name away and he starts demonstrating it. And I don't know if you guys remember, I'm sure you do when the shake weight came out that, when and, you it were just had, it, and it just had, you know, it, it's, you know, the science was there and everything. The idea was there, but it just wasn't executed. Makes you question, yeah. You're like, sitting there wondering and who let uh, this slip through the cracks. Kind of like there's uh, a guy on TikTok, and he does this thing where, you know, you know how some people, when they cut meat and stuff, it, resembles certain things and he does he does like reviews and it's like a percentage on if they have sex with that meat and yeah so now you're kind of understanding where this is about to go so you got mark drury over there working what i later find out is called the rack jack um could you say that again the rack jack okay as in cy robertson jack but anyways so this call is a long slender ribbed bar and then it is used in conjunction with a deep ribbed canal that you insert the ribbed rod into the deep ribbed canal very vigorously yeah very vigorously the big the stronger your motion the bigger the buck sounds um and i mean literally when like mark is literally saying when you really get into it and he just starts cranking down on this call (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I'm, I thought it was a joke. It, it was, looks like a joke. <laughs> like it looks like it came out in April, like April 1st, but it's legit on their website for sale. And I'm half tempted to buy it only just because it's like, it can't be like, I'm not going to spend money on a rack jack. Uh, Tom's got several of them at home. Uh, <laughs> I can't get enough. <laughs> uh, but no, I, it was just, hilarious. Uh, there's been some dumb things invented and I've had some really good ideas that I didn't bring to market. And it's like, I want to know... You've had better ideas than that. Oh, I know. I, I'm just saying, like, I've had some good ideas that I never brought to market. Like, I want to know how many meetings 
Like, you know, because obviously when you come with a product, you have like a storyboard and there's like some brainstorming. Yeah, and yeah, all these different things. And it goes through like board meeting after board meeting and design change. And I just want to know how many people that, you know, how many people had their hands on this product and said, yep, yep, this is the the one. Yeah, they're over there rack jacking off in their desk. And (laughs) they were like, yeah, good product. Yeah, solid. I like the name too. Perfect. Um, Put it on the website. Like the design. Um, they sell it in white in an XL black. And <laughs> just kidding, that's not true. <laughs> oh god, uh, that's that's just an extra joke for you. Uh, but yeah, I don't. It, it was just if hysterical. you can find the video, check it out. It's hilarious. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, it's it's horrible. Oh man, sounds nice though. <laughs> it's got a good tone to it. Yeah. I bet it's fun. I was laughing hysterically when I saw it, and then I showed these guys here tonight, and it's it's something. It's a good laugh. Real good laugh. So if you're looking for a rattling device for next season, check out the Rack Jack. By Hunter Specialties. Backed by Drury's. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, now that we got our comedic relief, um, let's just go back. Every, favorite episode of the year. Where, where, how are we feeling? Tom started out. My favorite. Okay, episode. <laughs> favorite episode that isn't about you. Tom episode, hated them all. <laughs> episode one hundred was probably my favorite. Um, I'll just throw that in there. That was one where I shot that big buck out of Nick's stand. My favorite episode, other than that, was I don't I don't remember which episode number it was, but. And I'm I'm feeling like it might be the same for all of us, but uh, the Jeb Belize North American Grand Slam episode with a bow. Yeah, I think was I'm, probably I'm gonna my just favorite. guess 79. So no, continue your I story. I think it was in the 80s. It might have been like 90. Or it was maybe it's 97. I, I was uh, the other really good one was. Well, tell us what you liked about that episode, Tom. For the people that didn't listen, give them a cliffhanger of why they should go listen to it. Well. How will they know to go listen to it? If they All they know. need to know it's about what episode? Jeb yeah. Just tell me what it. episode. Nick's scrolling right now. Yeah, he's taking. His I'll sweet get you time. the episode. 86. 80, Eighty-six. Not even close to seventy-nine. It's in the grand scheme. I said it was close. in the eighties. Eighty-six. Um, and I so didn't even go over, so the price is right still. We had this guy Jeb Belize, who uh, Frank met through Alaskan Elite Outfitters. Yeah, outdoors yep. outfitters. Yep. Outfitters. Uh, the guide company he works for and this guy jeb has the north american grand slam super slam super slam super slam which is 29 north american animals i think it's what 27 now 28 28 now he's got all 20 he's got all 29 with a bow yeah so it's how can that not be a great episode yeah he goes in depth on a couple of his more standout hunts um kind of talks about touches how how he got into bow hunting uh, just a really super interesting guy, great storyteller. Super nice guy, too. Yeah. Real humble. He's got a real love, passion for the outdoors. Yeah. That episode and um, the guys from Man Cave Buck. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I enjoyed talking to those <laughs> that guys. That was fun. That was a good episode. So, like, that one we kind of just touched base on their product, which is, like I said, the Man, the Man Cave. Cave Buck, which is like a in-between a Euro mount and a shoulder mount priced about in between but closer to a euro yeah mm-hmm. basically it's this foam form that's hand painted but they actually look super realistic i tell you what you step from back. across the room it looks real yeah 
And basically, you just... Which is all they're after. They're not yeah. trying to make it look legit. It's a reproduction. Yeah, and they straight up say in the episode that we talked to them, like, this is not... It's not, to, not, com- it's not yeah. to compete with yeah, a exactly. shoulder mount. It's, they know what it is, and they know its purpose. That's why they call it the man cave buck. It's not but to I put tell you what, some perfect thing on display and win awards with it. After it's, a half a bottle of Canadian whiskey in the cabin, and the cabin's pretty small... Looks can't great. tell. Yeah. No, it really does. It's I'm in, I'm very impressed with how good it looks. He yeah. was another great storyteller. Fun yeah. to talk to. He was a lot of fun to talk to. That guy yeah. was great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's, I would put that as one of my tops as well. If yeah. I'm not, what is your top? If I'm not, so Tom also gave an episode that involved himself. Um, <laughs> if I had to give an episode that involves myself, um, I would have to say episode seventy two. And that's where we break down me and Tom tagging out, like that was doubling great. down yeah. two that days was, in a row. That was fun. That was a good episode. Um, and I think that one, I don't even know if we hit it in that podcast just because of the way everything broke up um, throughout the weeks leading through that. But like I was in the hospital for six days leading up to that weekend. And um, four days after yeah, that weekend. Yeah, like we, I, was, I got out of the hospital on a Friday at six o'clock. Um, and then Tom and I packed up the truck, which my mom was not thrilled about. And we headed to camp. <laughs> I'd like just been in the hospital for six days, with pancreatitis. We went up there Saturday morning. We go out, Tom does all the work, setting up the blind and everything. We smoke two birds, come back to camp. We stay at camp again, Sunday morning. And I'm just giving you the jits of it. Yeah. Sunday morning, Quick breeze. we go back down to the bottom of the hill. No blind this time. Didn't need it and kill two more birds. We head back home and I'm back in the hospital Sunday night. Like, yeah. Crazy, yeah. It that was, was that was. I love that episode. That was. It a was lot just of fun. a. It was a really special episode for me, and just like it was cool that like I had my one of my favorite seasons. You know, there's only a few seasons out there, but one of my favorite seasons is turkey season, mm-hmm. and I spent most of it in the hospital, and I still managed to kill two turkeys. Yeah. So it was it was pretty cool. Um, Definitely. But other than that one, I'm trying to think back. I feel like I'm finally at a point in our podcasting days that like they start to blend and i'm like forgetting episodes like i was like trying to go back through mm. um and just look at them because it's there's been so many now like i we yeah. used to joke about that when there was like 30 yeah but now like we're into triple digits and i'm trying to pick them and it's like man mm. i forgot oh yeah i forgot we did that mm-hmm. um but um i'm trying to think we did an episode with Luke's buddy, uh, Levi Pepperman, yeah. on fishing, like, shorelines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that episode, not because, like, I'm not really big into fishing, but I love talking to anybody that is extremely passionate about what they do. Mm-hmm. And I have never talked to somebody that has been more educated and knowledgeable about something they love. And Levi is one of those guys that has fished the entire shoreline of Erie, and he knows the depth of the water at 10 feet out, 20 feet out there, as far as you can cast, he knows the depth, you know, within a foot or two. It, it's crazy. Luke said, and him mm-hmm. talking to him, he knows everything. He writes down all of his info and it's just, a, it was a really knowledgeable guy and a really good storyteller. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. That, that one was a lot of fun. I enjoyed talking with him too. He was, yeah. he's, he's a really good dude. Yeah. Frank. Uh, well, since, you guys did it. I'll keep the trend going. Favorite episode about myself was uh, the gator hunting episode. We had that to interrupt cool. deer camp series for an deer alligator. Camp. And that that hunt was just all around 
so much fun because it was just 100% new. Nothing, no style of hunting I've ever done compares to it. And it was just... And with a spear. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get more badass than spearing gators on yeah. a fan boat in yeah. Florida. It was a great time. So I had a lot of fun telling you guys about that and talking on the on the podcast. So that was my favorite episode about me. And then... Obviously, I had a great time talking with Jeb. Jeb would uh, probably on it. Like, I only didn't say Jeb because yeah, Tom already did. did yeah. That was a phenomenal episode. Yeah, all around. Cause, and I was so excited for that episode because I had talked to him a little bit in Alaska, but we weren't in the same camp, so I didn't get to talk to him as much as I wanted to. And I'm, I still I'm didn't get to kinda, talk to him as much as I wanted yeah, to, exactly. if I'm being honest. Yeah, but like I was in camp with him, and I was like, oh, I really want to talk to this guy more, so... It was really cool to get back in touch with him. and Well, and then finding out how busy this guy really is. Yeah. That he was able to carve out a couple – it was like two hours mm-hmm. for him to talk to us was really impressive. And I, I think had we given him more time, he would have taken it. Oh, you know, definitely. Like, I, but I, I, don't, I feel almost like rude taking too much time from a guy. Yeah. So, like, I tried to like, hey, you know, like maybe we, we'll do it again, and I know we'll talk to him again. Yeah, definitely. Because um, he's – like he's definitely one of the best storytellers I've ever heard, and he's so passionate about it. Like he absolutely just lives and dies for bow hunting, and like so much to where he's redoing his super yeah. slam. So yeah, yeah, he's a hell of a guy. And just any episode that we did, like with all the, the three of us and Luke, I think the four like of us together, we have a lot of fun. It's a lot more laid back. We're just goofing off and we laugh it's like a we lot really know more. each other yeah exactly <laughs> like we just the banter that we have back and forth is so much fun quoting stupid movies that most people don't pick up on but yeah we all do and it's just a lot of fun when the four of us are sitting at the mics together it's it's a lot of fun we we have a great time when the four of us are together so those are any episode that has to do with all four of us um that's way up on the list yeah um you guys have any like aspirations or what you want to see coming into the new year at some point this year i was actually thinking about this today because i had a thought about a game law i want to talk to a game warden we've been at some hinting point at we've, that yeah we've talked about it for a while but i want to i think angus might out. be the right yeah we get angus he's got some high energy because how often do you angus you i don't want to say lot. yeah ace he's a game warden yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, we need to get him on. He's a green pant. Oh, buddy. Yeah, but My like, dog. how often do you sit and talk with your buddies, and you're like, oh, you know, I... what is the legality behind this? If this were to happen, what do I do? So we'll just we put him in the ha- corner quietly. We'll just talk, and he just tells violation. Yeah, Viol- wrong. <laughs> but if we do that, I definitely want to post on Instagram and talk about it on episodes beforehand, so people can send in some questions because that's one that I yeah. really want to get some listener participation on Mm -hmm. because every conversation that you have with people it's like well i don't know what you would do in this situation if this were to happen and there's a lot of very common things that happen that people don't know are legal illegal how do you handle it like Mm -hmm. i even thought about it when you were talking about you get one fisher a year your second trap that you checked you caught a fisher what happens if there's one and another one i'm sure a lot of people would have questions about that so i really want to talk to a game warden get him on the podcast and ask some controversial questions like that to mm-hmm. pick their brain and say, what is the legality of this exactly? Yeah. So that's, that's a big thing that I want to get this year is to get a game warden on here. I like that. 
Um, I'm going to spin off slightly what you said about like um, more listener participation. Um, I talked about it, you know, like during the summer and the weeks just got away from me and everything. I really do want to set this up to where it can be where our listeners can interact better Yeah. Um, with being better about posting um, about, you know, the scheduled episodes so they can participate that way and i I think a lot of that's on us because we don't uh, no that's on us that's what i mean that's on us we slack on that a lot but the other thing i want to be able to do that i talked about doing but i like this podcast i have no idea what i'm doing i want to figure out a way to live stream it Mm -hmm. um and and i know it's doable because other guys do it yeah this isn't a brand new idea that nobody's ever done before but i like the idea of having a camera here live streaming it and even if I, we can't expect everybody on a Wednesday night to listen to the entire thing while we're recording. Yeah, but it'd be cool if they could pop in, ask a question, you know, then dip out. And then Sunday when it actually gets released, then they can listen to the whole thing at their leisure at work on Monday or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I just, I think and it would get be... get the answer to their question. And... Yeah. I just think it would be really cool to have that experience with people because, you know, we've always talked about bringing you to the table. Like, I'm... I want to do it finally. For, yeah, really bring. Well, it I mean, the we table. do a little bit, but I, I don't. I think we need to do a better job. Yeah, um, and that's on us. That's totally on us. So, and then it's on you guys to participate when we finally do. Yes, yeah, so we don't look dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to be on there, you know, talking to nobody, rack so. jacking yourself off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll give like rack jacks away for people that participate. <laughs> rack jacks for everybody. Um. What yeah. about you, T? What do yeah, you, Tom, what do what you do see you... for the year upcoming? 2022. Tom 20... sees three bucks going down. <laughs> yeah. That's, are we talking about like what I We're talking for the, pod- the podcast and what, even and White Cat Outdoors. You know what I want to see? I want to see our tree stand get given away. That's, That's good. Yeah, I dig that. We're close. We have to push that more, and I don't know, maybe maybe I we shot too high with the amount with the size of our podcast. So maybe I'll just have to bite the bullet and lose some money at first. We'll get the first one out there. Um, yeah, I think maybe that's what we're going to have to do to get this rolling because I feel bad that we've got, you know, Patreons we've got the patrons and they're not getting, um, everything that like, I I just, I, I was, I think we overshot, you know, sometimes you set your goals higher than, you know, well, what do they say? Set your goals for the moon, and if you don't make it, you'll still be in the stars. Yeah. So I think what we're so, gonna do, we're we're in the stars. <laughs> Something like that. So I think, I think maybe we'll have to do that, Tom. And let's get that stand out there. Let's give it away. Um, and so we, we're doing that. We, I, I think so we're gonna have to next week. Are we announcing it? Two weeks? Uh, no, I think end of January. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give people. Um, works out good. Cause I get three paychecks in January. Perfect. Um, I think what we ought to do is we'll give them to the end of January. If regardless, I mean, what is it? 17 cents a day, something like that. <laughs> yeah. We haven't, Tom hasn't talked about this enough. Um, but 17 cents a day, that's all it is. And I'm telling you right now, like end of January, whether we have 10, 15, 40 or a hundred, we're giving that away at the end of January. I think yep. is what we're going to do. Don't say you think I, I, I'm trying to say I, we are doing it. I'm trying to say, I think we need more people involved, Yeah. but this is your last opportunity. We're, so if you want in on basically the mobile setup of your choice. Yeah. And it's going to be basically a voucher. 
Yeah. Um, you're going to let us know what, what you want. which one you want. Um, and we're in up to 500 bucks and we're going to get it sent out to you. So, um, I know ATA. Depending on the company, it might take long. Well, and yeah. that's what I'm getting at is and especially, and because this is our own business, we can do whatever the hell we want. Um, ATA is coming up. New products are getting released. Yeah. Um, if you are the winner and you decide, hey, I kind of want to wait, see what's coming or whatever, we can do that. Um, just because like Frank said, some companies, they don't have everything in stock. Um, you know, for instance, Lone Wolf Custom Gear, there's um, rumor of two new stands dropping this year, one being a climber um, and then a similar sized um, a stand in between their 1.0 and the 0.5. Yeah. They already have the 2.0. Are they going to call it the 0.75? Yeah, 0.75. So they're going to have a 0.5, a 0.75, a 1.0. Are they actually calling it that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was they have, joking. Yeah, they, they are. It's the 0.5, <laughs> which is the public land hunter. That's what they, I have. Yeah, and then I used to have a 1.0, and then they're going to they're gonna do a one or a 0.75, and then there already is a 2.0. Yeah. Um, but then there's talk of a climber as well. So yeah. there's that option. Um, there's B stand out there. You'll have to front a little bit of money on that because they're expansive. <laughs> um, so what what uh, do we we said five hundred five hundred bucks? That's okay. what we said from the beginning. So you know, if you want lone wolf stand, it's going to cover that. Yeah. Uh, if you want beast, it's going to cover ninety percent of it. Um, if you want, um, there's out on a limb, it'll cover that and change with some sticks. Yeah. If you want to go XOP. Um, you could get stand and sticks. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to go tethered, you could get stand and sticks, saddle, whatever. It's basically five hundred bucks towards mobile we'll talk gear. Talk about it. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get a hold. We're gonna get a hold of you. You know, that's yeah. our job. We're gonna get a hold of you. We're gonna talk it out, and we're gonna hook you up. Is basically what we're gonna do. So you have till the end of January. If you haven't signed up, now's the time. I think and then, the first episode of February, do we announce the winner? Yeah, first yes. episode. I get, it'd have to be the first episode we record in February. Yeah, yeah. It'd be the second week of February because we record. Well, depending on the way everything falls. Yeah. If, yeah. but anyway, the beginning first episode. February, yeah, beginning of February. Expect to hear a winner. Yeah. And if you want your chance to be a winner, seventeen, 17 cents. That's all you got to commit. And to the, the best old part Patreon is, account. one. I don't know if you guys remember, but we also talked about quarterly giveaways after that. So even if you don't win the stand, there's going to be other little giveaways we're going to start doing, whether it's rack jacks or, you know, like bino <laughs> harnesses, d- different things, you know, every quarter. So three th- or four times a year, we're going to do a drawing of just Patreon members and give you some sort of hunting gear. It's going to be different each quarter. Um, you know, us three are going to talk about it, figure it out. Yep. Like the first one should definitely be a rack jack. Yeah. Maybe a <laughs> fake scrape tree to go with it. <laughs> And a great American challenge just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> just don't do it on the work computer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like Tom said, you guys got just a couple weeks. It's already January. Um, if you haven't signed up now, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I'm in it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I will not win. <laughs> I'll win. Uh, I don't give a shit. Uh, no, you won't. No, I won't. No, I will not pick you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Rigged. That's... I guess that's a pretty good way to end it. Yeah, Get I guess in so. there, we're just a couple weeks away from giving a $500 mobile voucher, basically is what it is. Um, other than that, I mean, here's to 2022, another 52 episodes. Um, hopefully some live ones, hopefully with a game warden, uh, and hopefully more participation from you guys. Um, with that being said, there's still a little bit of deer season left, um, so make sure you guys are all still getting outside. <laughs>